Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 what's going on today? We got a nice little nine-game slate. It was supposed to be a ten-game slate, but as is becoming the usual, games are getting canceled through this NBA season. It'll be interesting to see what the second half of the season, they don't release the schedules, they release them very soon, but they have to build in some stuff in terms of what we're seeing for these games getting canceled. It'll be interesting to see, are we just going to have like a ten-game slate every single night? Because that'll be a lot to handle, a lot of injury news that we'll have to track, but the second half of the season should be wild as we start to start to get closer to that end of the first half normally this is right around the time right valentine's day weekend just passed right around the time that we have that all-star break but they said we're cutting that we're not getting that get out of town we have to get these games in advertise your money all that type of stuff so how y'all doing today we had a nice chat yesterday it was a very good live stream so if you tuned into that thank you for being there what the schedule is going to be today the mma video is already out this nba video will be live again tonight later on today at 4 30 p.m east coast time so be sure be sure be sure to hit that like the subscribe right right the big ones probably probably if i get it right in editing popping up right now and then also also the notification bell if you're watching on youtube listening on the podcast do your things leave your review for a chance to win a hundred dollar ruskies leave your review and a way for me to contact you we'll be naming and I'll be reaching out to a winner on Monday. So thank you for being here. I appreciate you all a ton. This is the new format. We've been doing it for the last two days. We quickly, quickly hit on the injury news, as you can see, and then we give you the top 12 plays. Somebody said uh, Sal's um, Dollaruski dozen. I like that, the Dollaruski dozen, but whatever, we're going to brand it. The top 12 plays early on today. Of course, the injury news, of course, when I finalize my projections, things are going to be changing, right? And these are not the only 12 plays, right? This is just early on in the day, but a lot of the times, like yesterday, small three-game slate, a lot of the times, most of these players stay up there unless something drastic happens. They get ruled out somebody major on the slate gets ruled out and that's why we'll highlight the injury news to start for a couple of moments and then we'll get right into those top 12 plays so like subscribe do those things the sponsor of today's show is going to be super draft it's a ten thousand dollar first contest today and like i always say the weekends friday to sunday especially starting on friday people normally don't play dfs as much and super draft is not changing their overall size of their contest meaning that people look fridays they go some do something else they hang out with family friends it's not as much obviously with the pandemic going on but they still the the, the overall viewership numbers the overall traction that goes into any DFS site, it drops on Fridays from an NBA standpoint. So that means that they're still going to be putting this tournament out there. You can fill it. The Super Draft contest on Wednesday with $20,000 to first place filled at like 60%. I am not joking. It filled at 60%. Tonight's contest, it might go in a similar fashion unless people make content on the weekends to promote it, unless people in general just play NBA DFS on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. So be sure to get in there. If you use the code, there's a link in the description below. So on the podcast and the YouTube channel, but if you use the code SAL, that is S-A-L, it tells them, hey, you came over from Sal here's $500 ruskies or up to $500 ruskies that you can get in a slow drip format depending on how much that you put in all that information is in the description below I am telling you it's a multiplier format if you're not familiar with Superdraft, it is not salary cap based we have projections to help you out down below we'll talk about some of the guys that we like today the dollar ruski dozen if you will we'll talk about some of those guys today and where they'll kind of rank out for me and look on Superdraft. the presenting sponsor of the show again Sal S.A.L. let's know what you came from me let's get into it now just notable injuries to get through pretty quickly here uh, you have a big one Steven Adams is doubtful because that's going to open up some of the top value on the slate if he it does indeed go on to miss he's left the last two games early right now in boston you have Dan- daniel tice coming back and jalen brown is questionable if jalen brown is out guys like jason tatum start to make this top 12 list but for right now i'm going to be projecting him in draymond green is questionable scratching that last game and ruined all my dollar ruskies two nights ago you have will barton who's questionable has missed the last couple of games still no paul Millsap, still no gary harris in denver for utah it's mike conley questionable this is going to be i'm fa- 
factoring on projecting him out right now as he's missed like the last couple of games so that's why you might see some utah guys spike up here if conley is in well then those guys start to drop out in los angeles with the clippers you have paul george and Kawhi both questionable today we haven't seen paul george in a while now i'm projecting them right now both to be in for this game early on that might change throughout the day we have torian prince out in cleveland no drummond still playing there so that's some pretty significant news because those guys are both close to the basket power forwards and center so chetty osmond and obviously jared allen starts to start and get bigger minutes you have a questionable tag on dylan brooks in memphis already no melton there but the rookie desmond bain is returning so that hurts guys like grayson allen and some other guys that are picking up some minutes here and there and then kyle lowry missed yesterday's game so we'll see what happens there he's questionable for today the second night of the back-to-back so with that glance of the injury news let's start it up let's start up the dollar whiskey dozen let's start up these top 12 plays and we're going to start with seth curry who might not be a name that you might be thinking but he's just forty eight hundred dollars on a slate that doesn't lack value by any means at this point but if we're looking for guys that play big minutes have some upside to those minutes seth curry is going to be one of them especially when you factor in this matchup it's going to give a decent amount bump so a number 12 play is going to be seth curry for a couple reasons a 1.8x multiplier in the presenting sponsor super draft that looks fine it doesn't look like anything outstanding but i think it looks fine for some upside but it's the massive minutes shake milton another piece of injury news is doubtful for today since shake milton has left this rotation the guy who was playing in the mid 20s mid to lower 20s as of late since he's left the rotation you've been getting seth curry playing 34 this is four games now 34 35 37 and 37 minutes and his shot attempts have gone up as well he's been shooting 10 10 13 and 13 times over those four games. Now his fantasy points weren't clicking in those games. 24 and a half, 16, 15. Why is that? Well, he wasn't getting any peripherals, which is something that you don't expect. Seth Curry picks up a couple of rebounds per game, maybe even an assist or two, but also he just wasn't shooting well. He was shooting overall in those games from three. 42%, 20%, 25%. Well, this last game, he obviously picks it up. He shoots three of five. He shoots 61% overall, but the minutes are the big thing here, and we know he can get hot in this matchup. Right now, I have Seth Curry projecting out for 35 minutes in this game, and anytime that I start to project a guy to play 35 minutes in a game, and I have his current fantasy point per minute production right around 0.8 with no shake Milton on the court, that's going to be looking pretty decent at 4,800. He's our number 12 play right now. He's one of the nicer value plays below $5,000 to start out, but he's a shooting guard, small forward player, right? On the court with three other Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, who is probable today, and Joel Embiid, three other high usage players, high productive players. So the second we get more value, the second we have more clarity on, oh, is Jalen Brown out? Oh, is Draymond Green out? Is Lowry going to miss again? The second that we get more clarity there, I'll start to jump over to guys who are higher producers, more of ball handler point guards, right? More of closer to the basket, like uh, some big small forwards, but mainly power forwards and centers. So Seth Curry's like the first one, as he, you can tell, last on the chopping block here, first one to jump off of this list and drop a little bit the second more value starts to open up. The number 11 plays, Mr. Wendell Carter Jr. We have now hit the point where we have a very nice buy low spot on Wendell Carter Jr. Why do we say that? Because in the first game, they told us we're going to monitor his minutes and really limit his minutes is what the report said. 21 minutes he gets in that game. Okay, they limited his minutes. But then in a competitive game where they win by three, they're now on a nice little winning streak here. Uh, this this Chicago team, I believe they've actually won now four games in a row. And the only couple of games that they've lost over the last two weeks, they've lost in overtime. They've lost by like two, three points to the Clippers and Lakers. So they're playing some really good ball right now, at least on the offensive side overall. So Wendell Carter Jr., look, he played 27 minutes in that game just two days ago. That's good to see. Wendell Carter Jr. is a guy who's going to average, especially with Laurie marketing off the court, somewhere around 1.1 fantasy points per minute on the season. Now the matchup, and this is why he's a little bit lower down here, the matchup against Philadelphia is pretty brutal, right? For a guy who normally gets in some foul trouble, you're going up against arguably the number one player in the league in Joel Embiid, who will force fouls out of you. But Carter Jr. is averaging about 1.1 fantasy points per minute with Laurie marketing off the court and a 22% defensive rebounding rate, 22% usage. And the thing that I like, his price point has dropped. It's been basically right now, it's a season low at $5,200. The lowest 
lowest I've seen before this is $5,400 back at the beginning of January. Since he returned from injury, it was at 6,000. But now due to his minutes limit in that first game, it's kind of dropped here. So if you can project pretty decent minutes around 26 to 28, again, the foul trouble can be the issue. And he might have even played more minutes than 21 in that first game, but he got five personal fouls back that first game on the 15th. If you can project some bigger minutes there, let's just say you can project 26 to 28 minutes out of this. Yes, it's a scary spot, but this $5,200 price tag is somewhere around 800 to $1,000 too cheap. Makes him a top 12 play, the number 11 play for us right now. As we scroll down now to the number 10 overall play, we're going to get another, another center here. So cracking the top 10 is Mr. Jared Allen this season. Jared Allen, if you want to take all the other bigs off the court, which there's a lot of them off the court right now. Andre Drummond's not playing anymore. Kevin Love is still out. Where's the timetable on him? I don't know. Every single year he doesn't want to play in Cleveland. Every single year they don't trade him. So who knows at this point? Larry Nance is still out. And yes, Torian Prince has already been ruled out. So basically every single center and power forward outside of like JaVel McGee, who can take minutes away from Jared Allen or take rebounding rates away, are going to be out today. So what does that leave for Jared Allen? Well, in a smaller sample, but still a decent sized sample of five games or so, you're getting over 130 minutes with Jared Allen with all these guys off the court, not playing next to Drummond, most of his minutes, but no Torian Prince, no Nance, no Kevin Love. I don't think he's played a single minute with Kevin Love and probably Nance to this point. But what you've gotten out of him is 1.18 fantasy points per minute, a 21% defensive rebounding rate. He's picking up assists at a, at a clip around 12%. The usage rate looks nice right there in the 20s. It's above 20% at this point. So Jared Allen, the guy at $6,800. Yes, the matchup against Jokic. It's not going to be as scary in my opinion, like what you're getting right now out of Wendell Carter and Joel Embiid's matchup, but 1.81 fantasy points a minute. And you're going to be getting in a close game. You're going to be getting probably somewhere around 34 minutes out of Jared Allen. He's been playing bigger minutes as late. Now for a guy who's averaging this nice fantasy point per minute production at 1.18, you can probably project him out for somewhere around 28 to 30 minutes, but he has that upside to get you a little bit more. So he's going to rank out right now as a pretty decent option for me as I project him right around those 30 minutes of play. So he's my number 10 play right now. Scrolling down a little bit more, another center on the slate. And look, it's a center loaded slate all around, whether you're going to the cheap end, who we can talk to in a little bit, whether you're looking just in the mid range, like a Jared Allen or even a Wendell Carter in the lower mid range. And if there's guys that are not making this list so far and you're like, where are they? Well, they might be above and they probably are above as we get to them, but they're also might just be barely off the list, right? Like guys like Seth Curry for me right now, if I look at my overall early projections before I finalize and do a final sweep through the minutes and take into account some of the early morning injury news that might come out usually doesn't, but take into account some of that and you can check all the projections rankings down below. You can check the tools for MMA as well as that event starts tomorrow video already out on the channel, but yes, projections rankings. I'm going to be talking about adding some ownership projections as well over there talking with a guy early next week on that in terms of getting the data access that I need to be creating those. But yeah, all that stuff's linked down below on my Patreon, patreon.com backslash Sal underscore Vetri underscore. So Carl Anthony Towns at $9,200. We saw it. We finally saw it. I mean, this is a guy who's going to be a high fantasy point per minute producer, and he ended up playing 37 minutes. I mean, there's been no minutes limit on him, right? He had COVID. He had some, I'm sure a lot of hoops to jump through mentally with losing his loved ones, his mother to COVID, and then taking an extended amount of time off. Basically took a month off from the 13th when he got COVID, and then he ended up coming back on February 10th. And right when he came back, he played 30 plus minutes. And since he's come back, he's played 30 plus minutes in every game. And he's basically increased his minutes. He went from playing 31 to 32, 33, 37 minutes. So his minutes have been coming up. And if we can now start projecting Carl Anthony Towns for like, let's just say 34 minutes and feel comfortable about that, especially if they're going to be needing him in this game, still no D'Angelo Russell. If we can start projecting him for around 34, 35 minutes, this is the $10,000 Carl Anthony Towns that we're still getting a price point to drop on. This is Carl Anthony Towns who without D'Angelo Russell on the court this year, and a sample that's pretty decent over 200 minutes is averaging 1.32 fantasy points per minute. And that is arguably low. That is arguably low based on his shot volume so far. So Carl Anthony Towns at this point, I expect the assist percentage to come up from the 13% that it's at right now. Carl Anthony Towns, I'm going to project him for like 34 minutes. I'm going to project him for close to 1.4 fantasy points a minute. And he's going to look really good at $9,200. He's our number nine overall play right now. Again, just touching on the guys that might not be making this list. They might honestly be, as I was saying earlier, like Seth Curry is the 12th overall guy. They, it might literally be like a 0.2% difference in projection that jumps somebody over Seth Curry. So if you want to see the rest of these guys and the rest of the overall value ranks on Patreon, you can check it out.
out linked down below now our top eight the eight packs that we get to delon Wright. delon Wright on super draft today at 1.65 x multiplier is going to be somebody that i'm actually going to be having some interest in there's a lot of things that seem appealing for delon Wright. since the derrick rose trade they basically said delon Wright, it's all you and now they're not playing Gr blake griffin so delon Wright, from even a rebounding standpoint as a guard picking up rebounds blake griffin wasn't blowing anybody away but he's looking good we have to see what happens with seku Demboye. but if you want to take guys like derrick rose off the court who has now been traded back to new york you want to take guys like blake griffin off the court delon Wright starts to become i mean arguably the 1a 1b option with a jeremy grant on this team and he's a lot cheaper he's 1400 cheaper than jeremy grant and in my opinion he has a similar ceiling upside to jeremy grant right now delon Wright plays the second most minutes on this team when you take off derrick rose and blake griffin and he averages one fantasy point per minute compared to jeremy grant averaging 1.1 fantasy points per minute he shoots very well 68 percent. he drives to the basket more often his 18 percent usage rate in my opinion is only going to continue to come up but the big upside for him is not only does he get the rebounding rate like jeremy grant's rebounding rate defensively is 15 percent delon Wright is 13 percent he's a good rebounding guard but he picks up a 28 and a half percent assist percentage there are so many outs for delon Wright's game but the thing that i like to see is without derrick rose without blake griffin out there the minutes have just been massive i mean these are his last couple of games 46 minutes in an overtime loss against the lakers okay but he played massive minutes in regulation then 37 32 35 36 and 39 minutes i can comfortably project delon Wright today for 33 minutes of play maybe even 34 and he's coming off of a game where he shot five of nine didn't get massive shot volume in that game but he ends up getting you 28 points at a six thousand dollar salary now the salary barely moves the upside for delon Wright is there he's only been shooting as of late like six seven eight times per game but you're going to be getting those 12 14 15 shot attempt games coming from him and if he just shoots half decently like he has been shooting very well as of late sixty one hundred dollars is slightly underpriced if i start to give a guy who averages one fantasy point per minute or like 1.02 fantasy points per minute 34 minutes in a game he's going to start projecting out for the low to closer to like 35 fantasy points at just 6100 and that's why he pops up as number eight for us on our overall plays now moving to the number seven play it's going to be another center on the slate it's clint capella and he's somebody that i've been advocating for as look when he was like eighty six hundred dollars and people are like why aren't you liking clint capella he's been scoring 50 points in like three straight games and i'm like okay well he's not joel Embiid, and he's playing like he's joel Embiid, so i'm not gonna project him like that but now he's 7200 the price point keeps dropping on clint capella even though the minutes if anything have been higher than they ever have been he's coming off of three straight games of 28 36 and 33 minutes scoring in those games right now i mean shot attempts 13 11 17 rebounds 13 18 10 and 11 he's had 10 or more rebounds right now and basically nine out of his last 10 games so that double double bonus those extra couple of points are massive for you and they do factor into my projections three straight games of 43 or more fantasy points and look if he was back up to his eight thousand eighty two hundred dollar price tag i'd say yeah he's playing right now not maybe not like he's joel Embiid, but he's playing a little bit above his head right now and i don't want to be getting there and i'm trying to think of the comparison maybe he's playing like a a outside of not really rudy gobert he kind of is already priced like that maybe he's playing somewhat like a nikola vucevic although vuce is on a different planet this past month just playing insane but normally like a nikola vucevic averaging like 1.4 fantasy points per minute okay but his price point is 7200 even if he starts producing a little bit less even if he doesn't shoot 70 percent but he shoots 60 percent in one of these games upcoming most of his shots near the basket a guy who's averaging 40 fantasy points per game from a DraftKings perspective now gets to go up against boston daniel tice returning but dealing with injuries tristan thompson these guys are not worrisome for a guy like clint capella who's pretty vicious down low so from a rebounding standpoint yeah his rebounding rate percentages are going to be going up in this game for me because of the matchup his overall conversion stuff all stays the same and now you get a guy in clint capella who so far this season is averaging like around 1.3 fantasy points per minute but for some reason this is the lowest price point we've seen on him in a while and i was like oh okay maybe that you're seeing maybe the minutes are coming down and that's why DraftKings prices are going down maybe it's a little bit fluky there but no the minutes are fine they look as good as they've ever been the shot attempts are fine he's averaging 1.3 fantasy points per minute Clint Capel is our number seven overall play today lots of options at the center position number six we're going to be going to over to Chetty Osmond today which if you take all those same guys off the court that we mentioned earlier for Jared Allen Chetty Osmond actually leads this team with 188 minutes and he averages 1.01 fantasy points per minute so there's no Tory on Prince Dylan Wilder is returning today so he might be somebody who can take some of these minutes away from Chetty Osmond and Chetty Osmond is somewhat hot and cold but if
if you're looking for guys right now at the exact same price point, I'd prefer, as you see him here as our sixth overall play, Mr. Chetty Osmond over Seth Curry. Osmond in that last game, when you did not have Torian Prince out there, he got ruled out. There's also no Wilder, but without Torian Prince, he shot, he played 35 minutes and he shot 15 times. That was good to see. He scored about 38 and a half fantasy points. We obviously don't need that many fantasy points, but the rebounding rate went up. If you're going to be taking all these bigs off the court, including Torian Prince, the rebounding rate for Chetty Osmond is going to go up some. It's going to go up from like a eight to nine percent rebounding rate to like a 14, 15 percent, which is pretty decent. It's going to get you like an extra one and a half to three fantasy points per game. The usage rate comes in around 23 percent. He shoots about 37 percent when these guys are off the court. So the splits look decent. Osmond is somebody who can bounce down a little bit, right? If you have Bill Barton in, a decent defensive player just in general, there's not going to be Gary Harris out there. But Osmond is somebody yet again, like a Seth Curry, that in this price range where it's not super cheap at 4,800, right now he's holding on to value because we don't have news from other teams and just inherent value on the slate. Once we start to get some more news filing in, he'll be another guy that you can maybe see later on on the live stream. Again, hit that little notification bell, subscribe too. But the little notification bell, right? Little thing makes it look like it's dinging for you. You'll get a notification of when we go live. Let's call it around 4.30 later today. Then we can kind of talk more about who those top plays are looking like overall. Has Osmond dropped? Has Seth Curry dropped off that top 12 list? We can we can update you on that and ask any questions that you have. Talk about my overall interests. Now into the top five, Pascal Siakam. Look, if there's no Lowry, yes, I'm going to be liking Pascal Siakam a lot. But even if Lowry's in there, Siakam's price point only goes up $100 since yesterday when we liked him a lot. And that was assuming that Lowry was in. The second that Lowry went out, Siakam looked like our number one A option. Fred Van Vliet looked like our number one B option. Fred Van Vliet did not shoot well yesterday, but if you're not going to be having Lowry on the court, both of these guys look good yet again. Now, Fred Van Vliet, spoiler alert, but he's not in the top five. He's right off of this list right now. If I was to project out Kyle Lowry, I'm currently projecting in Kyle Lowry. With Lowry off the court, you can start to project guys like Pascal Siakam for 1.15 fantasy points per minute. Fred Van Vliet is average 1.2 fantasy points per minute and over a 30% assist percentage. That's the big thing for him. Yeah, he gets somewhat of a usage bump from like 25 to 27, but his assist percentage is something that Lowry dominates. That spikes up for Fred Van Vliet. So if Lowry is out, again, I'm projecting him in. If Lowry is out, expect Fred Van Vliet to start to approach this top 12. Expect Pascal Siakam to move even higher than his number five ranking right now. For me, Siakam is somebody I'm going to be getting to a decent amount, especially based on the matchup. Like Towns, sure, somewhat of a difficult matchup for him. But outside of that, and really Towns, not that much of a difficult matchup. He has been improving on defense. But outside of that, Jared Vanderbilt is going to stop you. Jake Lehman for like five minutes. No. So Siakam as our number five play right now is where we are going. So the top four, the four pack we go, Mr. Donovan Mitchell. And this is assuming that Mike Conley is out for Donovan Mitchell. And you're just seeing this now for like the past week or two since we've had a sample with no Mike Conley and even dating back to earlier this year and last year. If there's no Mike Conley out there and Donovan Mitchell is shooting half decent for you, it's probably going to be something that works out very nice for you in most regards. He's playing bigger minutes, right? 33, 35, 32, 37. This is what you get accustomed to. You can probably project Donovan Mitchell for 34 to 35 minutes once he's out there. And if he's not shooting well, like against Philadelphia, where he only put up 35 fantasy points two games ago, he plays 35 minutes, but he shoots his 24 times and he only shoots 37%. When he's not shooting well from three, he only shoots 25%, which has basically been with him for a while now. When he's not shooting as well, he doesn't get you there. But when he starts to shoot well, he takes you over the top a little bit. He shoots 41% from three in this pass game. He ends up getting you to 52 overall points. He picks up a little bit more rebounds and things like that. He's going to take a shot at him. So no Mike Conley out there. He's taking a shot at him. The assist percentage is coming up to where now you can start to rely on a guy like Donovan Mitchell for a lot of these games to start to get you like six or seven assists. His assist numbers over the last couple of games, seven, five, two, not great. Only scores 30 five points right in that game eight nine eleven right so you can start to rely on him for like five assists in a game with no Mike Conley on the court so far this season you're getting Mr. Donovan Mitchell to average from a fantasy point per minute standpoint 1.25 fantasy points per minute so right now if I start to project him around 1.25 1.3 if I project him for 1.3 he's going to start to look even better but 1.25 it looks good and we have to see what happens with Paul George because this is going to be a massive defensive change Paul George and Kawhi going up against him so if those guys are both ruled in well then he's going to take a slide if they're both ruled out he kind of stays where he is right now top three overall plays going to Mr. Jonas Valanciunas, another center on this slate. And all these centers are in a similar price range, right? You got Jared Allen, you got Clint Capella, you got Jonas Valanciunas, which usually means that those guys are going to 
have pretty different, I would say, overall ownerships, right? They'll probably all be balanced out or people will pile onto one guy. Maybe everybody piles onto Jonas Valanciunas and then it's just an easy pivot to a Clint Capella who's continuously been low owned as of late. It's funny how NBA DFS works. Capella a month ago, everybody wanted to own at this massively high price point. Now nobody wants to own him when he's playing well at a lower price point. But Jonas Valanciunas, the minutes are there, right? The, the foul trouble, he's kind of staying away from it, right? So knock on wood as we are right here. Since he's come back and since he's kind of gotten a little bit healthier, he's playing 34, 32, 26, 28, 28 minutes. Just give me 28 minutes, Joe Val, because when you're averaging like 1.3 fantasy points a minute, that's all I need to see out of you. He's averaging 1.28 fantasy points a minute this year, over a 30% defensive rebounding rate, and the guy is just playing out of his mind right now. Now he goes up against Detroit, where their biggest threat to him is is Mason Plumley, and then after that, who is it? Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Stewart, a rookie. Joe Val's in a really good spot as long as he does not get into any type of foul trouble. So based on where I have him, if we're talking about the mid-range options, not all the way up top, another guy's going to be on this list, but in the mid-range options at $7,100, I currently do have him ahead of some other centers, like you can see a Clint Capella, a Jared Allen in that mid-range. But he's not my number one overall center play on the slate, because right now, early on, it is currently Nikola Jokic at $11,000 flat. Look, I don't have to tell you much here about Nikola Jokic. We have just told you everything you need to know about all the centers that have been off the court, all the power forwards off the court for Cleveland. Their bigs have been decimated, right? They're going to be putting Chetty Osman out there at power forward today. They're going to be putting Jared Allen, who is by far a, a fantastic matchup for Nikola Jokic and a very brutal matchup for Jared Allen specifically from a defensive standpoint against Nikola Jokic, as it is for many guys, but especially the, especially Jared Allen, a guy who doesn't really leave the paint that well. Now you're going to be getting a guy in Nikola Jokic to go up against him, where in Nikola Jokic's bad games, he's playing like only 35 minutes and only scoring you 56, 58 fantasy points. So Jokic, I don't have to break you down that much on him. He's my highest projected player today. There's enough value on this slate already and even more to come out that Jokic at $11,000, a guy who's leading his team in just everything, leading the league right now in touches per game, which is nuts as a center. Jokic is my number one pay-up center play. He's my number one projected play. But if we're talking overall center point per dollar wise, there's another center on this list. Lots of centers today to choose from. The guards is where you get different. I think some of the guards on this list, like a DeLon Wright, can get you different from there. Number one is Mr. Willie Hernan Gomez. And why is he number one right now? Well, he plays for New Orleans. He's playing ahead of Jackson Hayes that says bad things about Jackson Hayes in his second year. It looks like they're already bailing on him. But it seems like Steven Adams is doubtful after leaving both of the past two games early, ruled doubtful today. So Hernan Gomez in the last game stepped up. He played 29 minutes and he played very well in that game. And his matchup against Phoenix is one where you don't have to worry about this, right? From a defensive standpoint, DeAndre Ayton's not going to scare you or play you off the court. Like Hernan Gomez is not by far anywhere near a good defender. But in that last game, played 29 minutes, shot 13 times, scored 11 points, had 17 rebounds, get you the double-double. This is a guy that who's been playing decent minutes. The game before that, on a back-to-back, right? Early on when Steven Adams got hurt uh, in, the, in the second half or the early first half, I can't remember exactly when, but he played 19 minutes in that game. He scored 27 points in literally 19 minutes. This is a very good fantasy point per minute producer. And now you can start to project him. If he's starting today, I'm going to project him for around 28 minutes if there is indeed no Adams. He's just $3,900. And what you're getting out of him so far this season from this former Charlotte Hornet right now is fantasy point per minute production and a smaller sample, but 1.06 fantasy points per minute in 222 minutes with this team. I assume all those are on the court or off the court when Steven Adams is not out there. We can just change that just to check just in case. Yep, they're all off the court. So every single minute without Steven Adams makes sense. But now he's just getting more minutes. So a guy who's going to average over a fantasy point per minute, even if we just put him out a fantasy point per minute today, even if he just scores 25 fantasy points, $3,900. He's the best 3K value. He's one of the only 3K values I see early on right now. We will update it on the projections throughout the day. But Mr. Willie Hernan Gomez at $3,900 at $3,900 is a top play for me today. Those are our Dalaruski dozens, if you will. This will probably change throughout the day, but not every single one of these guys. But yeah, that's where we're at early on today. This is where this slate is looking to begin with. Lots and lots of fantastic center options. You're probably going to have two of them in your lineup. And any guys that are power forward center eligible, you're probably also going to want to add them into your lineup. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you all a ton. Like and subscribe before you go. And again, that notification bell 
hit that bad boy. We'll have a NASCAR video out today at noon from Mr. Chris Pinnell on this channel. And then we will be live at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time. So be sure to tune into that one. Thanks for tuning in. Support the sponsor of the show, Superdraft, because look, the weekends are here and those people don't be filling them contests anywhere near. You might see 60% again. You want to use that code sound. They'll give you a free money bonus in a slow drip format up to $500 whiskeys. Thank you all. I'll see you later on tonight on the live stream. Enjoy the start of your weekend, fellas and ladies out there today.